This America, man. If you walk through the garden, you better watch your back. Well, I beg your pardon, walk a straight and narrow track. If you walk in Jesus, you'll save your soul. You gotta keep the devil. Classic Reviews, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 2, Episode 7 for The Wire Season 1, the HBO series, uh, which this first season took place in 2002 um, and went from there basically. It's available at the moment on Now TV, which is the uh, cheaper Sky service that you can get. By the time you hear this, it might not be on there. I think it expires uh, it actually does say the 1st of April even though that's April Fool's Day um, but by the time you hear this, I mean they may have added it back by the time uh, this this podcast comes out but basically what I've decided to do because I enjoyed the series so much I finished all of season 1 and then I thought hey, The Wire is kind of a classic thing uh, and very critically acclaimed and very well known and all that kind of stuff it, it, it ticked all the boxes basically uh, it was good, it's classic it's widely known critically acclaimed all those sorts of things so i i figured i would choose it it wasn't necessarily planned but as i started to get through the season you know episode six seven eight i started to think like okay i'm not gonna rush through the series but if at some point during the um what's the production point of of this season if i finish it during that then I'll uh, do a classic reviews episode, and here we are. Um, so yeah, HBO series ran from 2002 until uh, 2008, so it's kind of new-ish in terms of, you know, classic stuff, but I think most people would consider this a classic still. Um, and, uh, yeah, I have to say, it took me... Gosh, when did I first try this? Because I've had a bit of a, like, you know, try it, and then dip out of the series and then jump back in and try it again. Uh, I think it might have been two years ago. I saw the first four episodes. Uh, so we're talking about 2017. Um, roughly. Anyway, it might have been before that. It might have been 20, uh, 2018. 
Um, but I jumped in, watched the first four episodes, and it just, nothing about the series was really like clicking with me. It, it had its entertaining bits and pieces to it, and then um, that was kind of it. And it also, because it's kind of an old, old burr style series, it's still got you know old payphones and all, all that sort of old technology. But it's more modern-ish than some of this other stuff that we've done because we've done Terminator and. Back to the Future and various other different things, and even though that stuff looks old, that's from you know uh, the the 80s and the 90s and whatever, and and that sort of age, like slightly before I was born. Um, so I found it a bit difficult to kind of click with a series that looked a bit more modern, um, but still had like really old technology and stuff. And they were probably on the cusp of you know in the in the soon to come years like the iphone would have come out and all, all these other uh like more modern technology would have come out and i just didn't click with like any of the characters or anything like that and then i just kept hearing people talk about this show whenever whenever the conversation of like what's the best tv out there what's the critically acclaimed shows the wire was always in that conversation um and when you think about when i think about that topic specifically I think of Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, which I haven't seen The Sopranos, but that's one that, like, I see as widely recognised and I kind of put in that group. So, like, Breaking Bad, The Wire, Game of Thrones, and, um, and, uh, what's the other one? Um, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Sopranos, and The Wire, um, as kind of critically acclaimed series, and three of those are actually HBO shows, so, um... Yeah, I and then I kept thinking, like, you know, I probably just missed something the first time. I should probably jump back in. I mean, it happens with all of us. We watch a film, we, like, turn it off, and then we go back, maybe. Or we watch a series, we, we dip out, and then, you know, a new, and the new season of it comes out. Or someone keeps mentioning it, and someone just keeps saying about how good it is. And you just kind of urge to jump back in. Um, and I just kept saying to myself, like, this is critically acclaimed for a reason... I should be watching this series and then I just jumped in again uh start of 2019 um and then I did actually get up to about episode um I actually did rewatch the series uh the, the first season I because although I stopped at episode four um I I went back and watched from the pilot again and the first kind of six five six episodes are kind of difficult to sort of click with I did find that again on the second time but once you get into honestly I found once you get to Omar and like his involvement with the series like this guy just kind of pops up and uh I found him to be very compelling to watch and very sort of intriguing to see kind of what he was going to do I I don't know specifically at the start what it was about him but something to do with Omar uh really kind of clicked for me as well but but yeah once Omar came into it and I was like seven episodes seven or eight episodes in um, it really did kind of click for me. So although it did take a little bit of time to sort of click for me, once it did click, it certainly kept its sort of hooks in me. Because um, basically what has kind of happened as well is I was actually just about to start watching the season 2 premiere. Because I was just really interested to see like what would happen next to just all these people. And there seemed to be obviously some change at the end of the season. And just to see what else happens. And I heard that Omar is quite heavily involved in season 2. Um, and I don't know to the extent of what that is, because I haven't seen the second season, um, and I've heard that a lot of, um, a lot of people sort of didn't really like what they did, uh, so I'm curious to see what they do with that, because to me, Omar was one of the more compelling characters out of any of them, so to give him more screen time sounds like a good deal to me, um, or a good thing to me. Um, so let's just run through the cast here, because there's quite an incredible cast that this show's got. 
Uh, some of the more notable names, um, such as Idris Elba, uh, of course Luther, and uh, rumored James Bond, maybe Batman one day. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but he played Stringer Bell. He was one of them characters that, like, when he popped up, he sort of. Even though, because this show was to me, even if I didn't quite understand all of the, like the politics and all of the police work and all that kind of stuff, even if I couldn't follow every detail, as long as I could get the general gist of like what these characters were trying to do, it sort of kept me me going with that. And I knew going in that like, okay, th- at least from the politics side, I would not understand all of it, and most of it would go over my head. Um, because it's like American old politics and all that kind of stuff, and it just kind of goes over my head. So I knew that that would happen anyway. But with like the police stuff and them giving all different, uh, you know, radio commands and all those sorts of other stuff, that all that police stuff, I knew it would all kind of go over my head. But as long as I got the general gist of like, hey, there's a guy over there who's using the payphone thing, and we need to go over and get him. We're on the roof. We're on the rooftops, and we're taking photos. I understood the gist of all that, and I could click with that, and it worked quite well. But yeah, Idris Elba, whenever he came onto screen, even if I didn't fully understand what he was doing, still very compelling to watch because you know he's Idris Elba. Uh, some Walking Dead people in here. Uh, Seth Gilliam played Ellis Carver. Uh, really quite liked his scenes a lot. I thought that he did a really fantastic job with that. And his partner, if I can get him up here, um, Dominic, played by um, Herc. No, sorry, it was yeah, Herc, played by uh, Dominic, rather the other way around. Um, I thought he was pretty interesting, and I liked their sort of money plot that they had, in, especially with the, I guess you could say, second scene when they flip the uh, the mattress over and they find it, and it's like nobody else knows that this is here, so they decide to take that. I thought that was quite interesting to see. Um, but yeah, um, Seth Gilliam in, in here as well, I th- I thought he, he did a great job. And it was nice to see him in something a bit different, uh, you know, because he's one of the Walking Dead characters that have got a little bit more stale over the last couple of seasons, or, or just haven't really done much in general, I, I suppose. Uh, not to Seth's fault, it's to the Walking Dead's fault, I suppose. Um, but it was cool to see him change from, you know, this, this, uh, um, guy at a church, um, to this cop who's, you know, going around doing raids and all that kind of stuff. I, I really liked seeing that. Uh, what else do we have here? We've got, um, I know he's in this show, but he wasn't in this season. You have got, uh, Aiden Gillen, who of course played Littlefinger in, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, plays a guy called Tommy, of course I don't know much about him yet, because I haven't seen him, got Michael B. Jordan, he plays a guy called Wallace, I haven't seen him yet though, um, so those are some of the bigger names here, let me just keep scrolling through this a bit, uh, I did think that there was some, oh there's this guy here, let me just go backwards this way, um, a guy called, uh, Lance Reddick, uh, who played, uh, Cedric, he was one of like the, well again I didn't quite know, his specific role name, but I understood he was one of like the higher ups in the in the police force. Um, I found him quite interesting to watch, and he had a lot of scenes with uh, McNulty, who I'll definitely talk about in a minute. Um, so I found him very very interesting to see as well. Um, some of my more favourite characters, I did like Omar. Like I said, I found him very compelling. Uh, Kima, is it Kima? I think her her name is played by uh, Sonia. It's either Sonia or Son- Sonja. Uh, it's probably Sonia by the looks of things. Um, yeah, bit of a death scare that she had in episode, was it 11, I think? I think it was the one before the penultimate episode, uh, that they had, either that episode or episode 10, 
when she kind of kind of got shot. That was probably the best scene of the whole season, just because like they had gotten to this point with it where um, what's it? They were they were all trying to like contact each other, and again, like I said, with the old tech, like some of them couldn't hear each other and that sort of thing. And you're living back a little bit in the past. Again, you're not living in the nineties necessarily, but you're living uh, in in the sort of two thousand two era. Um, they didn't explicitly ever say that this was set in a certain time period. I, I don't recall because I mean you got things like the Deuce, which were uh, which is what like the eighties or the nineties or something, but it came out in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen and whatever. Um, but uh, I don't rem- I don't recall them saying that this is like the eighties or the nineties or something. But um, yeah, that's interesting as well. Uh, yeah, James McNulty, he had a lot of screen time, he was one of the, the, of course, the major sort of main characters, and, um, yeah, I, I thought he was quite compelling to watch as well. Again, he was in the sort of, like, police raids and stuff, he wasn't necessarily one of the ones that was, like, holding the guns up, kicking the doors down, all those sorts of things, that tended to be, uh, Seth's character Ellis, or Kima, or, um, who's the other one that we had doing it, uh, oh yeah, Th- Thingy's partner, um, Herc as well, he was tending to sort of do that. Um, William Rolls, played by uh, John Doman, he was interesting. I found him a little bit annoying by the end of the season, just the way he was kind of like, okay, this isn't about you, that, uh, to, to, to McNulty and stuff. And uh, yeah, just found him a bit more irritating in certain scenes. There's a couple of characters, I'll point them out in a minute. Um, well, I'll point out the first one now. People like Buck uh, Morland, played by Wendell uh, Pierce, and people like, um, yeah, like William Rawls. If they had, like, gone off screen, and if, uh, where's his name gone? I'm kind of scrolling back and forth between different characters. If those two had kind of gone and Cedric had taken even more screen time, I probably wouldn't have even noticed the other two had gone missing. I know they were working in, like, slightly different departments, weren't they? Because Buck tended to be more in the, uh, like, paper office sort of thing, and uh, Cedric tended to be more where, like, Magnoli was in, in, like, the second half of the season than where Kima was, which was the, like... What do you even call that place? It's, like, some sort of underground, like... Uh, where they had their detective board and all that sort of stuff, um, so they tended to be more down there. And we didn't, in the end, we didn't really get a whole lot in the uh, like the office rooms, unless it was a police officer beating the crap out of somebody, uh, such as Bubbles, uh, one of my um, one of my favourite characters on the drug dealing side of things. Uh, of course, he had um, I can't remember if he had scenes with Omar, but he's in with that sort of because. It's interesting with with the show as well because you do get both sides. You get split scenes between, um, you know, some of the drug dealer characters and uh, some of the police people and that, and you know, sometimes together as well. It doesn't have a uh, Lance Gilliard Jr.'s character written here. I can't see his name anywhere. Uh, let me see if I can keep scrolling through. I thought he'd be like one of the the first that I'd I'd come across, but his name isn't coming up anywhere. Um, but I thought his character was one of the more interesting ones as well. Um, he played Bob on The Walking Dead. Um, kind of an interesting little character, so I thought that was good as well. Uh, let's take a quick break here. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, 
capsules and more get started today all you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legisters Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website go over to her Facebook profile send her a Facebook message and get started with the program today Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so it'll actually be August by the time that this comes out, which, because I'm splitting the season kind of in two, I don't know necessarily in terms of housekeeping what we'll be having at the moment. The Walking Dead will probably actually be on its way back uh, in in the coming months, which is strange because it's ending its ninth season currently. Um... Yeah, I think in August we might have like Better Call Soul. That was what came around sort of last year. Um, we'll have the, obviously more of the classic review stuff. Um, I Zombie would have been finished at this point. Uh, the DC shows would have all been finished. Those won't be on the air. Uh, we'll we will have covered Game of Thrones and stuff. But the things that I know that we'll be doing is like more video game reviews, film reviews. Uh, maybe some TV podcasts and stuff that we'll have been doing. Uh, Random Gaming Talk, that's mine and Robert's uh, gaming podcast, so you can check that out as well. But in terms of scheduled TV shows and, and that sort of stuff, I don't know a whole lot of what will be around at this time. So that's kind of roughly what we we will have had on uh, entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, so yeah, Gaming Talk Film Reviews. Um, video game reviews, other TV weekly podcasts and stuff. Um, but like I said, most of the stuff that we tend to usually do uh, will probably be off air at, at this time when you when you hear this. But uh, hey, you'll have this. You'll probably have gaming talk and some other reviews and stuff like that. So check it all out on the website as well. Um, all right, let's go back to the wire. Um, so yeah, ultimately, I really really enjoyed this first season. And although like, um. I mean, it kind of says something to a show's strength about the fact that I didn't have to follow along with every little plot detail or a lot of the different things, and I still got so much enjoyment and entertainment out of this. Just to see the fact of like I've like I said to you guys a, a minute ago, I've picked out like my favorite characters like Jet McNulty and Omar, and some of the other people like Idris Elba's character and Akima, and like Ellis and some of the others. Um, I was just it's one of them kind of shows to me that. I found to be a bit more character driven whether that was the intent or not I mean I know there was a whole uh, you know drug plot and the whole um, thing with the phones I thought that was actually really cool as well the whole um, them sort of tapping into the phones and then they would get certain information about drug deals and and stuff like that Uh, so I thought that was that was done pretty well as well and that was a nice little back half of the season Um, but maybe this 
season could have also been a bit shorter as well. Um, I felt like the oddly, even though I've just said that the with the season finale being about an hour and five minutes, I felt like it was actually quite well paced. Um, and it was one of those episodes um, which had that kind of effect. And you know, if you enjoy a show, if it has this this effect, is when you're watching something and you're not like look, you're not looking at the time too much, or you're not even like wondering what the time is or how long is left in the episode. And then the credits come up. That's when you know you've definitely enjoyed an episode of TV. And towards the back half of the season, that's what kind of kept happening as well. I mean, sometimes. Uh, like with um, when Kima got injured and stuff, I would check the episode times just to see like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna see what's like happening and that sort of stuff. Especially in that specific episode, there was like a couple of minutes left and she'd been shot and um, yeah, that was that was interesting as well because like they show the what's it the car and the the other guy with the like Bob haircut, he he had died and stuff. Um, and then you you're just wondering if if Kima's being killed or whatever um and it was quite it was quite interesting to see McNaughty's involvement in that as well like when they had to play the message back and stuff and him like literally throwing up and everything um so that was pretty well that was quite well done as well and it was a good way to sort of do a bit of the slow burn to set up like okay they've got all these uh phone wires tapped and all that kind of stuff um or that they've hacked into them whatever phrase you want to use um, they've hacked into the phone things and all that, and, uh, they're, they're trying to do that and stuff. Um, but yes, yeah, so I caught myself a bit off track there. Bubbles, one of my, uh, favourite characters as well, um, which involved more on the drug side of things. He sort of had his own kind of solo story, in a way, um, where, like, he did get involved with Kima, and I thought it was pretty, uh, kind of heartbreaking to see when, what was it? I think he tried to call, like, the police office to see where she was, because she said about... Um, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out because he said I need like a mattress and just somewhere to live because he was really desperately wanting to get clean and stuff. And uh, I think Andre Royo, Royo, uh, Andre, the guy who played him, did a really good job of the whole sort of. How do you describe it? You know when, you know when somebody in the show or or a drug dealer or whatever or some kind of addict is um what's the phrase to use they're kind of like scratching their neck and they're fidgeting about and all that kind of stuff i can't think of what the phrase would be he did a really good job of like not overacting with it and not like underacting i suppose with it he really kind of hit the nail on the head with that and i was quite impressed with uh with what they managed to do with him so um yeah he was one of my favorite characters as well characters as well um and then yeah, I I really kind of like the final scene with Omar. Was it he he goes up to um actually I like there's a, quite a few scenes I like with Omar. Like I said, he's he was one of my favorites. Where um, what's it? He went to shoot those guys outside of that like club or that bar thing, and then he like realized he got himself into a bit of trouble. Um, and then you've got the impression that like okay, Omar's pretty smart. He wouldn't necessarily get himself killed, but in that situation, he had sort of got caught out a little bit and it was interesting to see how he would get out of those certain situations um but i like the fi- the final shot of the season with him going up to that just i think he's just an unnamed drug dealer or whatever and then uh what's it the guy says something to him like uh, do you want like three or four or something and he says i'll take like 400 again no idea what that means but like clearly the guy was like wait what what do you mean um and then he takes his uh it was a nice kind of reveal he takes his hood off pulls out like a massive magnum or python whatever you'd call that gun uh i thought that was done pretty well as well um so yeah over like 
they've already proved to me that they've got something really really good here and um and i can finally get into watching this uh, critically acclaimed drama i'm i'm really looking forward to the rest of it i know that the show finishes really well um there's not like too much of it either there's like five seasons and uh yeah i've I, i've wanted to put off watching certain other things as well in order to to finish this season things like the expanse russian doll uh some other stuff as well that triple frontier came out i haven't watched that yet just because i, I just want to keep going with the show and keep sort of uh seeing where these characters go as well um and it would be annoying if sky did take it off on the first of april because uh, that would also be kind of an annoying uh day to or, or an ironic kind of day to take that off as well so uh yeah let me know your guys thoughts on the wire the first season uh of course please don't say anything to me about season two three or five two three four or five rather because um, I haven't seen them yet, obviously. I've watched, like, the first couple of... I, I watched, like, the... I watched until I got to the credits of the... Uh, not the credits, the intro credits of the um, premiere for season two. And I was like, you know what? If I start watching, like, one or two episodes of season season two, it might click me out a bit of season one and the, and click me out of the podcast a little bit. Um, so I thought, like, I'll just stop and then come and do this podcast, so... Uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to this. If you again, if you have any thoughts thoughts on the wire, Matthew at Entertainment Talk dot org, Twitter eTalk UK. Um, there's a contact page as well, and there's also the show notes which you can go into. Um, but yeah, it was also kind of an interesting way for them to show. Like, I mean, even in the shows like uh, intro sequence, you've got like all these drug different things, and you've got um, what's it? There's someone's like hand that falls on the floor. Clearly, they're like overdosed or whatever. Um, and you've got the little, the little pager things that they have as well, so, um, yeah, really, really enjoyed this season, and I'm curious to see where they go with further seasons as well. Uh, yeah, that's it, that's my first, uh, that's my review for the first season of The Wire, or my thoughts on the first season of The Wire. Um, I'm guessing I would probably come back for, for a season two podcast for season three of Classic Reviews, um, and see how that goes as well. Because uh, I'm definitely going to finish this show. Now that it's like really clicked with me and everything, I'm definitely going to finish it. So that should be fun as well. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those as well. That helps us out. Uh, word of mouth, the easiest and the best way to support us, uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, if other people have seen The Wire, because again, I'm probably the last person to see this show, uh, let them know about this podcast, and let them know about the other podcasts, entertainmenttalk.org, all that good stuff, search for Entertainment Talk on podcast services and platforms, uh, social media, if you want to share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, please do so as well, put them in different Facebook groups, if you're allowed to do so. Um, and yeah, that will help us out really well as well. Um, video game, video games. If you want to watch me, Robert or David play different video games, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels. Robert's got one on Mixer. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. I want to get this edited and, uh, scheduled so I can go back to the wire. So, um, yeah. Because I was also like, uh, what was it? I was, I was going to play some, like, some different games and some VR stuff. And I was like, I came a bit tired. I just want to sit down and watch the wire. because uh, I finished season one last night and i was like okay so at some point tomorrow i'm gonna uh go back and um also start season two and then i just decided to do it so anyway thank you all very much for listening and i'll see you for episode eight or the next piece of content uh thanks for listening goodbye <laughs>